Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbaugh. Today, we've got Janelle Monet on the pod, the Afrofuturist pop star and now author. She's got a new short story collection called The Memory Librarian. And if you know Monet at all, you will not be surprised to hear that it's sci-fi, dealing with these big themes of utopia and queerness and blackness and feminism. Like, if you haven't seen her music video for the song Pink from a few years back, she references it in this interview with NPR's Aisha Roscoe. And it starts in the desert with this crew of non-dudes rolling up to this crummy-looking inn called the Pink Hotel. (laughs) And then, once the vocals kick in, they start dancing in these vagina pants as in pants that look like big vaginas it's funny and weird and expressive in a way that is uniquely monet's which is interesting because she talks in this interview about just now reaching the point in her career where she can actually be fully authentic this message comes from npr sponsor acorn tv acorn tv isn't just good it's brilliant with exceptional television from around the world Their romances are more charming, their mysteries cozier, their noirs more gripping, and their comedies cleverer. More clever? Oh, you get it. Acorn TV is brilliant stories told brilliantly. Visit acorn.tv for a 30-day free trial with promo code NPR. So, in a nutshell, Acorn TV. Brilliant. This message comes from NPR sponsor Grammarly. Change the way you write with Grammarly Go, offering personalized generative AI communication assistance. Grammarly Go helps you ideate, compose, rewrite, and reply thoughtfully. Go to Grammarly.com slash go. Dick. Our memories, our dreams, our emotions, these are the parts of us that exemplify our humanity. But in Janelle Monet's new collection of short stories, those are the things that contaminate us. They make us dirty. Dirty computer walking That's right, the world of Dirty Computer, first explored in Monet's Grammy-nominated album from 2018, now fills the pages of a new book out this week. It's called The Memory Librarian and Other Stories of the Dirty Computer. It's a collection co-written by Janelle Monet. The musician, actor, and now author joins us now. Welcome to the program. Hi, Aisha. I'm so happy to be on your program. Oh, thank you. Well, how did you come up with this concept of the dirty computer? It came to me in a nightmare, actually. Mm. A nightmare that I was kidnapped. I went to the movies. I got popcorn, was seating, and everybody was scattering out of the theater. And I was like, I just want to watch a movie. And one of the ushers was trying to tell me to come through a back way so that they could protect me because they're kidnapping people. And I did not listen to the usher, and I was kidnapped. All of my memories were wiped, clean. I didn't know who I was. And that's like the only thing that I remember is just showing up as somebody completely different. And so I put all of that energy into the album of the why would somebody want to erase who I am? Why would they want to erase all of these folks' memories. And I put that into, you know, representing a community full of people whose stories are being erased. Mm -hmm. What is the New Dawn revolution that has taken place in these stories? New Dawn is evil. They are divide and conquer people. Start with marginalized people first. Make them hate themselves. Erase their memories of who they are, and 
create them into something we want them to be so we can control and we can have power. Each of these short stories has a, a, a co-writer, including Danny Lore, Sheree Renee Thomas. The memory librarian, who is the, the title character in the, the title short story, she is a Black woman in an elite space grappling with her identity and the compromises that she's had to make. How do you see the role of Sachette, the memory librarian? This particular story explores the sort of precarious position of a Black queer woman trying to navigate her authority and her vulnerability within an institution of power, right? They tell her, you can be powerful if you just do this. And so it touches on how identity is exploited by politics. Sichette oversees all of Little Delta, and Little Delta is an area that is the intersection of the New Don order and like this sort of rebellious subworld. And Sichette is sort of like this insider outsider that represents that intersection and conflict. Mm-hmm. I came up with this particular story by asking myself, what if you were the person who knew everybody's memories and you also knew everybody's secrets? What does that mean when you want to fall in love when you know everybody's secrets? Mm-hmm. How do you fall in love? How are you truthful? <laughs> Can you be truthful? And and Sichette has some issues with that. Like, no one is their whole self at work, but there is a point where your work identity becomes inauthentic or fake. But as an artist, you feel like you have been able to express yourself, right? I think I'm becoming more and more authentic in the way that I express that truthfulness. I'm in this space where I'm just like the most, I don't have anything to prove space in my life that I've Mm -hmm. ever been in. You know, I think having conversations with women, with artists who've come into the industry and been in the industry, there have been moments, specifically like at the beginning of their careers, where we have felt like, okay, we got to prove that we Mm -hmm. can do this, we can do that, we can do this, da-da-da-da-da-da. Sometimes what you really want to do can take a back seat because you feel like, I have to prove this first, and then I'll get to that. And I'm at a space where I'm making the most fun music I've ever made, like just for the people that I love and care about around me, for us to vibe out to. And then uh, just curating my life in a way where I can do that, you know, giving myself permission. And I think with this book, I, I hope that people feel the permission to show up as their authentic selves when the world tells you that everything about you, your queerness, your blackness, you being a woman, you wanting to be an artist on your own terms, when people try and stop that process from happening to you, you then saying, I give myself this permission. Yeah. You know, I I wanted to kind of end on this idea of The Pink Hotel, which is a fictional place in one of the short stories where people disregard the constructs of binaries, monogamy, capitalism. You know, their focus is on art and freedom. Like, is is that your idea of paradise, of your ideal world? I think it is a world that I would like to see more of. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, when Danny Lore and I were working on Nevermind, we wanted to get an opportunity to talk about what it means to discuss sexuality plurality, you know, gender plurality and nonconformity. 
what is personal identity versus national conformity? These are all themes within, you know, the story and within the, the short stories. And what does it mean to, you know, search for acceptance and of love? And I think with Nevermind, where the Pink Hotel exists, and you saw it in my video, Pink, Jane and Zen and Nir, who's non-binary, survive a battle at the Pink Hotel. And not only a battle for the hotel's survival, but a battle over what its ideals of feminism mean as it stretches to embrace all identities. But there is a part where I did wonder with that, is it possible to love someone who you disagree with so much if they what if they just going to keep being a snake in the grass what if they going to keep you know because the instinct might be i got to get this person out of here i'm going to tie you up i'm going to throw you away i'm a, whatever is it possible to love someone through all of that i think we're having those conversations within our communities we're having those conversations about a more radical approach to community, love, and forgiveness, I guess. And I don't have all, everything in the, that's why like I love books, I love sci-fi, I love fiction. I love being able to ask myself, hmm, which one of these characters am I? Would I make that decision? Wow, maybe I should make that decision. You know, maybe, maybe people in my community could benefit from me listening to some of these characters and, and implementing that into my own space. We've been speaking with Janelle Monet. Her new book, The Memory Librarian, is out Tuesday. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This message comes from Capital One, offering commercial solutions you can bank on. Your business faces specific challenges and unique opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services, custom tailored to your short and long-term goals. Backed by the expertise, strategy, and resources of a top 10 commercial bank, a dedicated team works with you to support your success and help achieve your goals. Explore the possibilities at CapitalOne.com slash commercial. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. I'm Jesse Thorne. Why did Cola Scola write a bonkers, extremely fictionalized play about Mary Todd Lincoln? Well, you know, it was 2020 and we were all so isolated. I, I just started doing research. Uh, but the truth is, I, no, I just thought of it. We'll talk about that and more on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR.